You are listening to Prickly and Blooming, brought to you by LaJoy Society. And now, your hostess, Jessie Browning. All right, all right, all right. Hi, friends. Welcome. I am so excited to introduce you to one of my friends, one of my IRL friends this week. We were supposed to record in person, and then this crazy, unprecedented Texas storm, or it's not even a Texas storm, I mean, it's affecting everyone basically in this entire country, but it's really unprecedented for Texas. We, As I am recording right now, I look out my window, there are seven inches of snow outside of my window. I live in West Texas. This is bizarre. This is very bizarre. The sun is out and it just looks beautiful, but it looks like Colorado outside. <laughs> it does not look like Texas. So we were supposed to record on a, on a Friday night and I said, uh, I'm not leaving the house. And this, this storm hadn't really even fully blown in yet. We had just like got this preliminary ice storm. So we did it over the internet. And that was funny because, you know, this is a friend I have in real life in the town, the city that I live in, but we had to record remotely <laughs> because of Winter Storm Yuri. Winter Storm Yuri has, has really lived up to the hype. Honestly, when I saw the weather reports where I was like, oh yeah, sure, three to six inches, yeah, right. Uh, yeah, no, that happened. That completely happened. It, there's a blanket of snow outside and it, again, it, the sun is out and it's gorgeous. It's not really melting anything though. It's still um, a whopping nine degrees. Nine. Not 90. Not 99. Nine. <laughs> okay. Enough about this crazy weather. I want to talk about how fun it is to bring my friends to you. Um, and these are the people that like, you have that theory of like, you are a combination of the five people you spend the most time with. Well, Natalie is somebody that became one of those five people in the last year. Um, you'll know about a year and a half ago, I moved to a new place and I knew no one and got here and really just enjoyed staying home. <laughs> I lived in a small town for about 13 years. I mean, a, a tiny town. I mean, the town I lived in before had 1,800 people. It's total population, you know, 1,800, 1,800. So when I moved to the city, which is a population about 1,000, I mean... <laughs> a hundred thousand. I was, I was blissfully enjoying not knowing anyone and just stayed in my house and became a homebody and was like, oh, I'm just going to enjoy this time knowing that we were going to open a business and opening a business that we would be part of and would become, you know, pretty known and seen in that business. So I was going to enjoy the time before I knew anyone. Oh, you know, <laughs> I was ready to go out and start meeting people and going to places and doing things. And I made a friend and we decided to have coffee and, and then I made another friend that's Natalie. And, um, we decided to, you know, to, I think her and I decided to have a glass of wine and, and then that was it. <laughs> Basically I moved to San Angelo, had a coffee date with Laura, a wine, date with Natalie and her friends. And that was about all the social activity I had before COVID. Oh, that's not true. I have a neighbor. So I have a neighbor. So those were about 
the options. I went to like a PTO Christmas party at the neighbor's house. Those are about all the social things I did before COVID hit. Um, which as everyone knows, was a real damper on your social life. <laughs> so having not established a social circle in a, in a town or city or place or whatever before COVID. And then it made it really hard and tricky. You know, Natalie and I's friendship was forged over Zoom <laughs> and Marco Polo. And, you know, occasionally we would go for hikes and we would hang out um, outdoors and um, go on the lake and do stuff like that. Um, and it'll be like a interesting memory of like, remember we became friends during a pandemic? <laughs> so Natalie and I talk about this um, and this is what the episode is. And I'm going to talk about it for a second before we get started. I feel like I came up with the name for it. You'll hear in a, in a minute. Improv storytelling. You heard it here, folks. <laughs> um, Natalie and I just have this thing that we both have this aptitude for where we just love it and, and we do it in real life. Like if we were out in normal worlds, sitting somewhere watching people, we could just like write this story about who they were and where they're, where they're going and what they're doing. And it's so fun. And then we can do it off photos. You know, this, this started because we, we saw a photo and we just barely knew each other and we both just went like 20 minutes telling a story about a photo we had seen online. And I, I, I don't think this is a thing, but it's born right now, okay? We're calling it improv storytelling. <laughs> Wait, <gasps> improv cooperative storytelling. Look, I'm, I'm writing this down. Natalie, you hear that? I'm adding cooperative improv storytelling or improv cooperative storytelling. You, you tell me, everyone. And maybe you do this with your friends. I mean, I think this is a very common thing. And it's just... <laughs> I love it. I just could do it for hours. And I want you to meet Natalie and hear us goober about people and details and stories and creativity and characters. Um, This was also born out of, not born out of, uh, Natalie said something recently about like how, you know, she's not a creative and she doesn't like make scenes and I was like, are you kidding me? That's, you do that 100% and I can prove to you how. <laughs> and we're going to record a podcast about it. You can do it so much. So pull out your um, phone and check out my social media stream, which is LaJoy Society. And there are photos that correspond to what we're talking about. I hope you enjoy. It's kind of off. I Topic is not, I don't want to say off topic, lighthearted, lighthearted friends doing cooperative improv storytelling, (laughs) which I've just created as a genre. (laughs) Hey, let's, I'm just going to call people out by names now. Laura, Kate, Veronica, Vanessa, Caitlin, um, Lindsay's, Erica's. Um, Wendy's, oh, I think I've already called out Wendy's before, <laughs> um, all the, um, Jennifer's, how about Bailey's, is there any Haley's, Bailey's, all of any, any of these names, it's your turn, so go ahead and rate the show, okay, cool, you got it, okay, great, just 
the stars write a review that's cool too whatever you know you do you if you've got something to say or if you just want to do the stars okay it's fine it's fine valerie how about you did you get it valerie okay you got it okay uh next week we'll, we'll have some more names oh i'll suggest to some more names i can't wait for you guys to meet natalie let's go hi natalie okay hi jesse hi yeah we're doing it uh-huh. <laughs> okay okay <laughs> Hey, Jesse Browning. Hi, Natalie Munoz. <laughs> nice, to, nice to talk to you again. Yes, nice to see you again. We were, I was hoping we could do this in person because I have in-person recording equipment, but there's like a, um, a, a giant snowstorm coming through to Texas. Mother Nature had other plans. Yeah. It did not feel wise to leave the house at this point for what is extracurricular activities. Let's call it that, you know. I understand. I understand. Yeah. I mean, I would have, I would have made you a whiskey sour, mm-hmm. and I would have started a fire, and this would have been a really mm-hmm. beautiful experience. But we'll make do. We'll make do. I mean, it does feel weird to be talking to you over, you know, yeah. the digital media interwebs, but yeah. whatever. We'll yeah. make do. I, I, we'll probably have you know discussed this a little bit in the intro, but I like to ask people, um, and just or not ask. Um, I like to have a little discussion about how we know each other. Oh, okay. So would you like to take the lead on this? How do we know each Um, other, Natalie? Okay. So, um, Mm -hmm. in February I had a, um, a coffee, a coffee, do we call it a coffee date with a a girl with a friend? February a year ago, by the way, not this February. February a year ago. Mm -hmm. (gasps) Is it almost our one year anniversary? (gasps) It must be. (laughs) Oh, okay. So, um, I had a coffee date Mm -hmm. on a, on a cold Saturday morning, Mm -hmm. um, and I was told, if you wait around, you'll get to meet this new uh, woman who's moved to town. She seems awesome, you know, mm-hmm. lived in Marfa, like real cool, you know, going to open a coffee shop. And I was like, oh, that sounds cool. And I don't really have anything else going on today. So I shall <laughs> wait around. <laughs> and so we were having this great conversation and really catching up. And then, and then you walked in. And then I was like, I couldn't stop the conversation because it was a very serious. It was a very serious, like, <laughs> it was the deep end. It was the deep end. We were in we the deep were, end. I was, yeah, yeah it was like a very serious conversation. And so mm-hmm. then I was like, and you were there for it. Yep. You were there for like, it. Yeah, like, and and to the listeners, what you just did is you just yes. you just balled up your fist and put it under your chin and lead, leaned in. in. So, <laughs> um, so, anyways, like, so you sat down and you were such a good listener and like, and you asked a couple of questions without interrupting, like, to clarify. And I was like, holy moly, like, she's she's got this like these really great interpersonal skills here. Um, and then, uh, but I remember your sunglasses. And your beautiful red hair, and um, and I don't know at what point I was like, I want her to be my friend, and I shall be her friend, yep. and um, and then I don't remember how I finally like, I don't remember. I think immediately I was like, I found you on Instagram or something. And I was like mm-hmm. messaging you, and I was like, listening. Yeah, I think like I think we gave each other our numbers before we left. Did we? Day. Okay, okay, so. okay. Yeah, and then so. I think. I, I remember like, I was like, <gasps> like when message you, I was like, be clever, Natalie, be cool. Like, don't be weird. You have one job. <laughs> like, don't be weird yet. Right. <laughs> and I, from the other end was like, I know no one. 
I had made one yeah. friend. That's I was how I like him. Co- yeah, get him all desperate. <laughs> we're all desperate. Yeah, <laughs> I was meeting that one friend for coffee, and I walk in, and I had this weird like, "Oh, she's with someone." Uh, 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 <laughs> do I do I sit down? Do yes. I join them? I yes. don't know what to. But like, because you know, um, you didn't know who I was, and our mutual uh, Laura was back was to me, so I was like, "Yeah, uh, all right, I'll just like, yeah, yeah." I didn't know. Yeah. And then um, you were very much in the middle of a very deep conversation. And I was just like, oh, and then it was obvious. I was like, oh, I'm just fucking joining this. Hey, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. Yeah. Like it just needed to be there for like 10 seconds to catch the vibe. Cause I was like, is Laura going to, are we, are we, what are we doing? You know? Yeah. Yeah. And I was like, oh, yeah. I got it. We're, we're doing yeah. a circle thing. We're doing this. Yeah. You know? Yeah. We're yeah. in this. Yeah. We're, we're in here. this. And then we were yes. there for hours. Hours. All three of us were there for yeah. hours visiting. Yeah. To like mm-hmm. one o'clock in the afternoon or something. Yeah. I got there at like 9 a.m. or something mm-hmm. like that. Something crazy. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Mm-hmm. It was it was amazing. So then we, um, our first solo date is when we went for a hike. <gasps> That's right. Because mm-hmm. then by yeah. that point, by mm-hmm. our, wait, was that our, did we go for wine one time with your group of <gasps> oh, friends? Oh, yes. Before that, mm-hmm. we, we met out and had mm-hmm. some wine, like, because mm-hmm. um, I wanted to like, put my because I was like I think that she's gonna be one of other in this sisterhood you know like let's just like feel this out gotta have a group date we gotta have a group date (laughs) make sure that my friends and her like that they like kind of gel like just kind of seeing where that was gonna go and then um and that went great and then um and as you remember Mm -hmm. this is somewhat pre-pandemic and yep. the, our friend now, like our, our now mutual mm-hmm. friend yep. um, was kept talking about COVID and we're like, you know, I was kind of okay. like, she's been talking about this for a couple months now. Like it's <laughs> not going to happen. And then COVID happened. And then COVID and for real happened. Not long after for, that. Exactly. And uh, like, I hadn't really left my house. Like, I don't think you had either. And then we were like, what can we mm-hmm. do? So we went on a walk at the state park. Mm-hmm. And that's when I really fell in love with you because, um, because like there was no small talk. Like I'm nope. not, I can't do it. I find I it exhausting. It and Agreed. we just had like real talk. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. I, I think it's interesting. And I think other people are shaking their heads of like when small talk exhausts you, but like <sighs> big talk is invigorating, <sighs> yes. which is very counter. Yes. I think, I think a lot of people, big talk would exhaust them. Mm-hmm. Not me. It's the other mm-hmm. way. Mm-mm. Small talk about the weather and shit. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. I can't. I can't. I can't Agreed. do it. I have zero patience, zero talents for it. And it makes me feel uncomfortable. Agreed. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I mean, obviously, like we, I think we even talked about it on this walk, like know your audience. You know, like I'm not going to tell the cashier, like, do you want to know about the most mm-hmm. traumatic time of my life? <laughs> you know, like I'm not going right. to. You know what I mean? Exactly. There so, are boundaries. There, right. the oversharing is a thing. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, it is knowing your audience. And, and then we, mm-hmm. and then, oh, I'm sorry. Go nope, ahead. Mm-hmm. No. Okay. I've... And then we had our families meet. <gasps> yes. Yes. Yeah. And yep. We did that. Yep. So. <laughs> we went for a boat ride. <laughs> yes. And I think I played Lizzo the entire time. Yes, you did. Yep. yep. You did. Yep. Like we didn't, you we did. didn't give and your entire family, your entire family knew all the words. Yes. I was yes. so impressed. Even I was so impressed. The six-year-old. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. Oh, goodness. And so, but it's interesting. And we will always remember this of like, remember we forged a friendship during COVID. 
and mm-hmm. that is in large to <laughs> your your I would call it insistence, and I'm so happy for it of Marco Polo. Ah, yes, that was yes. really when things took off. <laughs> <laughs> yes, because <laughs> I, I can't text. I basically like, I if somebody were to see me text, they would be like, how old is she? Because like, I just find it overwhelming. I'm like pounding at like the little keyboard uh-huh. with my with my fingers and like getting frustrated with autocorrect. And I'm like, Ugh. so. Were anyway. you big into, remember T9 texting? I don't know what that is, Jesse. Okay, so back in the back in the day when you had your Nokia phone or you had your LG flip phone, okay. you could text with like on on the f- numbers it says like JKL. <gasps> yes, that's called T nine texting. I was so fucking okay. good at it. I was so good at it, and oh. so was Daniel. Um, I was. Uh, let's see. Everybody had had a cell phone when I mm-hmm. finally I had been dating somebody. And he was like, "So wait a minute, like, so you don't have a cell phone?" And I was like, "No, sir, and I don't need one in my life." Um, I was like in my mid 20s and um and then i, I like he, i finally got like a little bit peer pressure to do it you know what mm-hmm. i mean and yeah. i was like i'm still upset about it so i can tell yeah <laughs> i was one of those i never peer pressured anybody to get one but i was a, a, prim, a early adopter if you will i had mm-hmm. one by i want to say 99 i think i had a cell oh phone. wow oh, yeah oh yeah no, I was. This was like 2007. I got a cell phone. Yeah, I was a yeah. very early adopter because I was wow. very kind of transient and lived like mm. here, there, mm-hmm. and not really anywhere and everywhere. Mm-hmm. And it really fit my lifestyle to just have a phone on the go. And my friend had one, and I had a pager previously. Yeah, I did not deal drugs ever. <laughs> I had a pager. Um, I also, but I, I want to juxtapose what you're saying with the fact mm-hmm. that I had a uh, an actual like external answering machine device got it um mm-hmm. still mm-hmm. in like 2004 2005 oh very nice you were yes thank you i'm yes, uh, very good. Uh, i'm old-fashioned yeah you know what i mean mm-hmm. so i like a mix you know <laughs> i have a record player i have records yeah yeah i also have an iphone and an apple watch and an ipad yeah. and a pencil and you know Oh, uh huh. All like I like a mix, a hybrid, the Venn yeah. diagram of like some old, some new. I respect that. Yeah, Natalie, yeah. will you will you tell everyone what you do? Just a little bit about what you do, about like who you are, a little <laughs> bit. Now that we know how we've met, like let's, let's let's know who you are, just a little bit. Just you know. Okay. Like, are we talking about like professionally? Or are we talking about like like as like a, the kind of person I like? Okay. Both. Let's okay. Hear both. So. I, I love to know what people say <laughs> okay. about themselves. Well, we start with, I don't know why I feel like I have to start with professionally. So professionally, I am an elementary school teacher. Um, mm-hmm. By trade, um, I am, um, my emphasis is in reading instruction. I work, mm-hmm. I'm very passionate about working with populations that, where reading doesn't come so easy, mm-hmm. easily. And I um, am currently back in grad school. Um, mm-hmm. I know, mm-hmm. working on my master's and my, my doctorate. And I'm kind of cha- uh, changing professions a little bit. And I, let's see, um, for funsies, I like to um, I like to throw karaoke parties with my friends. Yep, yep. And uh, that's probably one of my greatest joys. I don't. I, I want to delve into that someday and figure out like why that is. I think it's because I like to like see people just like get vulnerable. You know what mm-hmm, I mean? Mm-hmm. And cut some, um, cut some walls down, bust some walls yes, down. And you figure yes. out that's your mechanism to make it happen. Yes. Queen. Yes. yes. 
my friends and I, this includes you, we recently started mm-hmm. doing like dinner around the world. Mm-hmm. And that's kind of like a thing that I'm really enjoying right now is like, which I always like dinner parties. So basically like I have a very strong support system within in friendships and I value that a lot. So I could talk all sorts about that. Um, I have two children. I have a 21-year-old son. I was a very young mother and I have a nine-year-old son. But mostly nowadays what I do is like I study and I write mm-hmm. papers mm-hmm. and I carve in time for um, for friends and, and other things. <laughs> and you have a couple of little ladies that live with you. I have okay. Yep. So I, I want have, to hear about them. Okay. Okay, let me take a deep breath because I get a little excited about this. I know, me too. Okay. So I have five little girls named mm-hmm. from oldest to youngest, or I'll mm-hmm. go through the hierarchy is mm-hmm. Rose, Lucy, Liana, Rhonda, and Cadence. They are my hens. And I, uh, and they're so cute and mm-hmm. they're so sweet and they're so ornery. You've mm-hmm. seen the little Marco Polos of them being mm-hmm. so ornery. Uh, Rhonda and Cadence make the tape a lot more than anybody else. Uh, well, they're stinkers. <laughs> yeah, those two. They really and do. It, you know, it's one of those things where like they haven't figured it out yet. Like they're naughty. They, you know, they do naughty things. Mm-hmm. They like, you know, whatever, you know, the details, but Rose and Lucy and Liana just being patient and sweet, like they get most of the food, you know, like Rhonda and Cadence get super, they assert themselves, they demand snacks and fruits and whatever. But like, if they would just wait patiently, like they would, whatever, Mm, you know, there's a big, there's a big um, folklore and tale here and life lesson. Yeah, Yeah. exactly. Exactly. Mm -hmm. So um, I've got my girls and, and I tuck them in at night and I say like, night, night, babies. And in the morning I say, good morning. Oh, goodness. And then I'm like, have a good day and stuff like that. So. And they're beautiful. They're very like, pretty. They're all, they're all different, right? Are there any that are the same breed? No. Rose and Lucy are. Okay. Um, yeah. <clears throat> but okay. the others are Buff Orpingtons are okay. Rose and Lucy. I'm okay. probably saying that incorrectly. And then Cadence is an Americana. I don't know what Liana is. Okay. And Rhonda... I can't remember. She's she's a white chicken. Yeah, she is. <laughs> she's she's almost an accessory. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I so I don't know if I've told you this, but like when she sees me at the kitchen window doing dishes, like she flies up to the kitchen window and like pecks at the window. You know, <laughs> like things in. like that where I'm just like where I'm like, this is enough, lady. And then meanwhile, I'm like scratching the window. I'm like, but you're so cute. Yes, like that. So. I love them. And yeah. I love when I get to see them in Marco Polo's. I'm also an avid reader. And, yes. Uh, yes. And, uh, and I like records. Yep. I think that's that's probably nutshelling me. That's I a think. good nutshell. That's a good nutshell. Yeah. 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 yeah I agree. I agree. I, I agree with all your... Um, oh, I want to mention that you have lived like in a lot of different places, which I find really fucking fun and fascinating and oh. interesting. You know what I mean? Like yeah. you're from Nebraska, but you've lived here and you've lived there and like, you know... Yeah. Yeah. Like you're, I've, yeah, I've too have lived in a lot of places. I feel like a lot of mine have been in Texas, though. But it's a big state. Uh-huh. What I think is interesting about that, again, because I'm from Nebraska, is that you mm-hmm. don't really realize what you what like the culture of your state mm-hmm. or like where you're from until like you how, leave. Until you leave, and you're like, mm-hmm. whoa, 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 that's a mm-hmm. thing. Like. <laughs> like Midwesterners over apologize. It's something yes. that I've really had to work through. You know, like. 
I apologize to the wall if I bump into it. Like I hit my mm-hmm. elbow and I'm sorry. I'm like, sorry. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, oh, and I've been on a campaign. Look, I'm reaching over and I'm picking up because I'm not wearing it right now. A necklace that says not sorry. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I wear it I've often. And yeah. I am starting, you know, a new business, as you know, and I've told you this, that I am um, part of like the training is I'm, I don't know, untraining the women that work uh-huh. for us to s- yeah. stop saying sorry. Same th- for yeah. that exact, for like bumping into the wall, for like we're in a yeah. small and close place. We're all working. We're trying to get stuff done. We're going to like, and I'm like, yeah. quit apologizing. It just happens. It's fine. You can say, it excuse happens. me. You can say, yeah. excuse me, but you don't have to apologize. You know, there's exactly. no sorry. It's fine. If you're going to bump I, elbows. We're going to bump butts. It's fine. <laughs> I think Aunt Brene once said, uh-huh. mm-hmm. I think it was her. I could be wrong, but. Oh, I'll, by the end of this, I'll remember exactly who said it. Well, but mm-hmm. rather than saying like, I'm sorry, you would say mm-hmm. like, thank you for your patience. Yes. You know, rather than like putting it on, putting that on yourself yep. that like you're sorry. Yes. You know? um, I correct that all the time in um, my email correspondence or um, the another word like, so, you know, I, I'm sorry for my delay. It's you say, I'm, mm-hmm. oh, thank you for your patience, you know, um, mm-hmm. something like that. And then there's another one I, I correct myself. I just did it like yesterday. Just did it. Mm-hmm. That is a proper use of just, but just, I'm just calling to see if, mm. I just need to know if, I mm. just want you to know, I just, like that little four letter word is like mm-hmm. a curse word for me because women mm-hmm. use it all the time to minimize their needs, wants, desires, feelings, actions, mm-hmm. whatever. We're just like, oh, I just, oh, can I just bother you for a minute? Mm-hmm. You know, like start mm-hmm. noticing that one, everyone. It's bananas. Mm-hmm. I, ca- I started doing it yesterday um, about an email. Oh. I, I just need to know, like, mm. I'm s- it's mm-hmm. it's a form of I'm sorry. Oh, you're so spot on. There's mm-hmm. another one that I noticed yesterday. Well, mm-hmm. uh, somebody pointed it out. Uh, a, mm-hmm. a friend pointed out. It was like ending an email, like a professional email with thoughts. Like you just gave uh-huh. your whole opinion. You uh-huh. just gave like what you strongly believe in. And then if mm-hmm. you end it with thoughts, yep. it's like very passive. Like, um, I believe all these things. But I could be talked out of it, you yeah. know, like, mm-hmm. right? We are That's socialized to do that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. We are absolutely socialized to do that. Yeah. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Fuck all that. Mm. Make a yeah. list of all these. I feel like Fuck I started this list. that. Fuck yeah. Let's, that okay, noise. so we're not going to, we're not going to like, no apologizing, no justing, and mm-hmm. no thoughts. Right. Thoughts? No, no apologizing, no justifying, and no thinking. <laughs> ah, yes it's just like move throughout the world like a like, like a bumper car yes <laughs> like the just kidding fucking goddamn yeah. cheetahs we are yes yes because yes, you're a goddamn Damn cheetah. cheetah you're a goddamn Damn cheetah, cheetah. Mm-hmm. we just did that in unison Damn cheetah <laughs> oh god oh, good so, times so natalie and i have this little thing that we've been dying to do Yes. So, and you all are going to come on this journey with us. Mm. So, uh, I don't think we need to go into why one of the first <laughs> times we had a, yeah. a long conversation about a photo and we no. made up, uh, that's irrelevant. But one of, I feel like we were on, <laughs> I think we were on Zoom actually, because we, our, our friendship developed over Marco Polo and yes. Zoom a lot last year. Yes. And so we, we both just naturally went to this this storytelling place mm-hmm. <laughs> based off a of photo like did. we i think we did it easily for 20 minutes without even realizing and could have went on i think we did yeah. it for maybe 30 and i yeah. was like this is the thing that we need to do mm-hmm. and 
Mm-hmm. Um, it, it, it just came up the other day because you talked about somebody um, you know that is is builds worlds and he's you know like <laughs> a, a movie maker and, and yes. a, a filmmaker let's use the fancy word a filmmaker yes. and you know he builds these worlds and I was like you know you do too like remember <gasps> I do yeah. I was like I do yeah. I do and so um, I had this idea that we get photos that you know, they're new to both of us, not like a photo of my family, not a photo of Natalie's family. And I sourced photos from Etsy and we're going to look at them and they will be on social media so you can follow along with us. And I'm going to send Natalie the photo right now. Okay. And now uh, one thing I remembered us mm-hmm. talking about was that like, just mm-hmm. because of the kind of women that we are is that we mm-hmm. do not, we do not say, we do not bring people down. We do not point out flaw. Like we don't, mm-hmm. we are all about like lifting and boosting women, yep. like yep. putting the crown on women. So, so <clears throat> when we say that we like, you know, build words, worlds and like tell backstories about people, it's not in like a cutting people down sort of way. Like that's not our style. You know? Very good point. Yeah. Very good point. It's more yes. very creative, like yeah, just nonsense. Like, <laughs> <laughs> yes, and it's it's appropriate. And why I wanted to do this because it's like it's this form of storytelling that I don't think, um, like I it's, it's I feel like it's okay. Let's uh, that might be a thing. Okay, ready? Um, hold on. What's what's what I'm looking for? It's a word I'm looking for. Improv storytelling. Oh, why are you so good at doing I that? I was like, I was like, wait, I got <laughs> it, I got it. I'm writing this down. Oh, Improv man. storytelling. Oh, why are you so good at doing that? I'm seriously writing it down. Okay. Okay. okay so this is our first photo. Okay. And everyone, if you're listening, go to my social media at Legendary Society on Instagram <laughs> to see the photo we're looking at. And we're going to tell stories about it. And okay. I'm, I have to turn a light on. Mm-hmm. I'm like, and I'm about to put my glasses, I mean, glasses on. Let me put my baby bifocals on. Whenever I say that and somebody's like, you wear, you wear bifocals already? I'm like, excuse me, sir, they are baby bifocals. <laughs> I've been blind as a bat since I came out of the birth canal. Okay. Mm. So um, the first thing, Jesse, I think we need to talk about that I think like, uh, is just like what what is being celebrated here? Uh, agreed, agreed. So everyone, if you're looking at this photo, we're looking. Make sure you're at the right photo. There's one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, thirteen. Like fifteen people in this photo. Yeah. Okay. Um, okay. I'm gonna go with the lady all the way on the right. Mm-hmm. The lady all the way on the right. It's her cat's birthday. No, that's too much from the office. <laughs> no, that's too much from our office. I don't know the office at all. <laughs> no. <laughs> okay, then never mind. And so the all the lady all the way on the right, she is so mm-hmm. just I mean, she's radiant. Like she mm-hmm. this is like one of the best days of her life. She has called this party to order mm-hmm. because mm-hmm. she is celebrating the fact that she saved a hundred dollars in coupons <laughs> at the grocery store. <laughs> And so with her saving, okay, so she has accumulated so much savings over the last year because she wanted to bring everybody together and she Mm -hmm. finally, Mm -hmm. she finally did it. She's been talking about it. She finally did it. Is she the matriarch of the family? (laughs) She's the matriarch. I I mean, I'm reading her as the matriarch for for sure. I'm reading the dad and the daughter down front and I'm thinking that this is a party to celebrate the award or the the contest the contest oh. they just won a dancing oh. contest uh-huh. oh. and the, like they were on television and it was like a dancing contest some sort of like 
it wasn't necessarily a, a, a father or daughter thing, but it was definitely like a dancing contest. They won and now like they won a cash prize. They won a trip for her for that. She has a brother. The, oh, the brother is right behind the dad. He's in the green or the brown shirt. That's uh-huh. that's the brother. And the, I guess the mom is then in the yellow dress too. So the four of them are going on a vacation, but they also won a cash prize and they threw a family reunion party. Oh, yes, yep. queen. Yep. How was I not focusing on those two in the front? Uh-huh, because oh, you, you don't see them at first. No. Mm-hmm. Okay. But that's, I mean, definitely dad and daughter, right? Definitely dad and daughter. Mm-hmm. Okay, so are we going to do names? Because right away, like, I think it's very obvious that that the daughter is just, she's the apple of that family's eye. Oh, yeah, I look mean, at that like, smile. Look at that smile. I, she is Those just, cheekbones. she's... But, you know, she's not the apple of everybody's eye because she's just, like, sweet and passive. It's just, like, she just, like, she is kind. She's brilliant. Mm -hmm. She, did you know that she, like, uh, is, like, she sets up these little places around the community for cats to warm up Mm -hmm. in when it's really cold? cold. Yep. In the cold. Mm -hmm. Like, I mean, she's just so impressive. So impressive. And her brother is a bit of a, a player, if you will. He's a bit of a, he kind Obviously, of... Obviously, yeah, look at that yeah, swag. I know, I know. Like, oh my he's way gosh. more interested in dates. So she has really come to shine underneath a brother who's a bit of a fuck off, if you will. You right. know, he just like skates by <laughs> on his good looks and right, his ability right. to like... Mm-hmm you know, charm his way out of things. So this yeah. is a really hardworking family. So this boy really pushed all their their buttons. Yes. They're like, this is not what we do. And who is this guy? And oh my gosh, but they love him, of course. Right. I mean, I would say his name is Rocco. I mean, what are you going to do? Like yeah. Rocco yeah. started growing peach fuzz when he was 12. Yeah. You know yeah. what I mean? Like he had no yeah. choice but to step into that role. Really? You know what I mean? And yeah. look at his mustache. Is that a mustache? That's a mustache, right? Is it? It's hard to. I want to zoom. It's in hard on the to photo. tell. I, I think, think it so. is. I think it is. Uh, possibly. Um. <laughs> so let's call. Should we call her Claire? What's your name for her? Oh, the girl. Claire is you like wonderful. Claire, Claire and Rocco. And Rocco. Yeah. yeah. And Claire. Oh, mm-hmm. I just shined my light up. I think Claire has really just exemplified what this family tries to, you know, hold dear to themselves, and so they're really they're they're giving her a lot of positive <clears throat> reinforcement. Well, and here's the thing is that Claire tends to be like a reflection of their best selves. Yes. And so, mm-hmm. and so, um, do you see Diane not in the green? Not, so, uh, yes. So yeah. Diane, mm-hmm. Diane says, well, she gets mm-hmm. that from me, but like, <gasps> so does like everybody else says like she gets mm-hmm. that from me because like, yes, they see them the best, their best selves within uh-huh. her. Is Diane her you know aunt? I mean? Is Diane her brother's sister? I mean, the father's sister? Yes, and yep. I'm going to use this word because I, I find this word endearing, but Diane okay. is a spinster. She is a spinster. Got it. And But like, she loves that. Mm-hmm. Like, she never intended on getting married. And, you yes. know, she like never, that was never a thing. And so when, mm-hmm. she, so when she looks at Claire, she's like, yep, I've always been independent like that. Mm-hmm. Like, I've always, right? Mm-hmm. And, and, yeah, she's got and, a tan. Oh, yeah, because she, she travels everywhere. Yeah, she travels the yeah, world. yeah. Totally. She travels the world. She yep. just got back from from where? She just got back Guam. from Guam. I think she was in Guam. Guam. <laughs> I guess. Yeah. Yes, she was on a retreat. Um, and Diane. Yep. Oh, okay. Um, uh, what's that wild, wild country? She actually lived with those people in Oregon for a little bit. You've seen that, haven't you? 
<gasps> the true story. Yes. You oh, know, with the, all the, the orange, everybody wearing the orange. The guy who died. No. Wait, no. No. Um, wild, wild country. It like it's a true mm. story that like happened mm. in the um, like the seventies. It was like uh, some would call it a cult. Some okay. would call it a yep. cult. Um, <gasps> oh yes. yes, I need to watch and, this. And, like everybody yes. wore. Was well, it orange, orange or yes? Red, red, uh, red. It was red. Red. I think it was orange, red, or white. <laughs> you know what? Yes, I know what you're. They look like Harry Krishnas, maybe. Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, so no, she did I have a, not she, seen that, but go ahead. That's where Diane was. Okay. Yeah, she was actually a part of that country. Um, so, you know, like, they're building a. Uh, so, okay. So, I, I'm going to, I'm just going to be honest right now. I had to look it up. But, but mm-hmm. uh, a controversial guru builds a utopian city in the Oregon desert. Yep. She was there. Yep. She, she was, was there. Yep. She was. Yeah. But you know what? She got out before anybody else did. Mm-hmm. You know? I think she's writing a memoir about it now, isn't she? She is. She is. Is that she what she was? The, yeah, out on the she, coast. That's why she has a tan. She was out riding on the coast, right? Yeah, mm-hmm. and, and the color is orange, by the way. But yeah, she um, she was there. You know, she didn't really ever like get into it all the way. Like, she really didn't buy into the whole like guru thing. But she was like, "Well, what else do I have to do this year?" You know what I mean? Because I'm living the life I've calendar. always wanted to live. Yep. Right. Absolutely. And so she was kind of like an outsider, like looking in, enjoying mm-hmm. the, you know, enjoying the camaraderie, the dancing, the building of a utopian, mm-hmm. uh, mm-hmm. a t- utopian type of like city or world, mm-hmm. as you will. And then at some point she was like, mm, you know, and then like bounced yep. out. Yep. And now she's, she's writing a book. So that's the dancing is what ties her and her brother together. They were um, professional, let's say, I think it was waltzing. They were, as children, their parents had them trained as yeah. waltzers, you know, as that, whether it be yeah. waltzers. And so she was really drawn mm-hmm. in by the dancing. And that's something that she's passionate about too, just like her brother, who's, you know, now competing with his daughter. Yep. Well, look at her shoes. Look at Diane's shoes. I know. I love a peep toe. So and the then woman- also like the... Mm-hmm. I'm sorry. I just want to comment on that, like yeah. really nice thin line around the ankle. Like she's got a mm-hmm. dancer's, a dancer's ankle. Oh yeah, those are dancers' feet. Absolutely. And I'm just the woman next next to her. Oh, I kit. feel like that's they call her Kit. kit. That's mom, right? She's <laughs> yes. she's is she Kitty. mom? Kitty. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. She is. She's the mom. Um, yep. She's Diane. And what was Dad's name? I didn't think we came up with a name for dad. We didn't come up with it. I mean, he's just a salt of the earth kind of guy. Al? I mean, with a little, yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Al, Rocco, Claire. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Okay, so Kitty's got a secret. Yes, she does. Kitty uh, Kitty likes to say that Patsy Klein is her favorite. <laughs> but but. When, nobody, when nobody's around, she listens to Rocco's Alice Cooper record. Yes, she does. Yes, she does. She does. Yeah. She takes and, her shoes off. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Kitty <laughs> Kitty is here in the white, right? Kitty is next to Diane. Yep, in the white. Yep. Okay, in the I'm white just, with uh-huh. the like the blonde, the yep. cute little yeah, like cute, before her time. Cute, yes. Hair, hair the, the hair. Dorothy Hamill before Dorothy Hamill. <laughs> Dorothy Hamill saw Kitty He's, in the audience mm-hmm, and, and was, was like, like I hair. like that hairstyle. Yep. Yeah. Oh, Kitty. Yeah, Kitty was a wild woman. She had a thing for James Dean. Not only did she have a thing mm-hmm. with James Dean, but she was actually visiting her aunt in L.A. Uh, in the fifties, mm-hmm. and and uh, she, she had saw a whirlwind. Him. Uh-huh. No, I'm going to say she made out with him. Okay, I I'm there. Are with we you. no? Yeah, I mean, no, look at her. Yeah. Oh, I know. Look at, her. A, look at her blonde hair. Yeah, and look at her shoes. 
Yeah. And so she, she'll tell people like, I met James Dean. Mm-hmm. And then like, mm-hmm. Dan will be like, tell, you know, you're leaving out yeah. some information. Right. And she just kind of like, she covers her mouth and looks down and she goes, no, I'm not. But everybody knows. Oh, and she, um, she met so him right coy. before James Dean went out to Marfa to shoot giant. Yeah. <gasps> yeah. Dang. Yep. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. I mean, who else Gosh. we got to go? Okay, so I feel like Marla here in the white top and the black skirt and the adorable shoes. Oh, Marla, Marla's, you're everything. Mm-hmm, she's the cousin, right, of of mm-hmm. Claire in the middle here. She's the cousin. She's not Diane's child, um, but well, but Claire, very ahead of her time look. Doesn't she have a very, mm-hmm. like, yeah, Claire. Are we talking about Claire or Marla has the head of her time look? Marla, sorry, you're right, Marla. Mm-hmm. Marla, okay. Mar- Claire's cousin Marla with the white top and the black skirt. Yeah. Marla, I'm just telling you, she is in her um, third year at Columbia, right? Mm-hmm. She is. You know, mm-hmm. she's really come into her own because, like, mm-hmm. I mean, she just had such a rough go at it, like, in her mm-hmm. adolescence. Like, yep. Because, like, she was so unique. She was so artistic. She was so, like, you know, she was one of those girls that everybody was like, oh, she's a bitch, but she was just, like, quiet, and she was just introverted. Right, and, and she and had like, that eating disorder for a little while that was pretty rough. It was touch and go there for a little while. Yeah, And yeah. She, everyone's really happy to see her healthy again. Everybody's really, like, ah, oh, Marla. Like, we, everybody's mm-hmm. been rooting for her. Yeah. You know, and now, like, she's... She's there. Like, she's there. Mm-hmm. Um, Marla, what's really cool about Marla is that, like, she's just, like, this very, like, serious, deep, beautiful, like, poetic soul. Mm-hmm. Um, and she loves Janice Joplin. Yes. Loves yes. Janice Joplin. Yes. I yeah. think she is a um, minor in art, but her major is music, correct? It is. Yeah, and I thought so. everybody always assumes, like, she gets so annoyed because everybody's always like, oh, you're part of the folk scene, aren't you? And she's right. like, no. No. I'm not. Like, no, I don't want to go to that, you know, that concert. I can't even think of it. The, the, the mm-hmm. what is the, the Dean and something, something in Dean? The, oh. Oh, all I can think of is like, um. It's it's not important. But okay. anyways, there's this like mm-hmm. it's something in Dean. They were like okay. the folk singers. Anyways. She's like, No, I don't. Like I wanna go I I wanna go see uh, Grateful Dead. You yep. know? Mm-hmm. So Yep, I agree. She's loving her time though in school. Yeah, she is. Oh, she's, she's kind she's of so good. Thinking about going into grad school because she really doesn't is not ready to leave the school life. She doesn't really want to go home. <clears throat> You know, she has her eyes set on like being a professor. Like she wants to write. Like that's mm-hmm. her thing. But but mm-hmm. I mean, she's going to be a great teacher, and she mm-hmm. she recognizes that within herself. You know, absolutely. She can command a room without. And and so it's funny is when she looks at Claire when she's mm-hmm. like when she's mm-hmm. talking to Claire, and Claire's just like observing everything for that moment. She's like, ah, yep. Look at Claire commanding that room, and also like just being an observer. Yep, so. she's do what you're doing. She's doing what. You said projecting, mm-hmm. you know, the best qualities of mm-hmm. herself. Yep. Mm-hmm. And that's, so then that's Marla's mom behind her, right? With like a floral uh. top. Judy? <sighs> Judy? Judy. Uh-huh. I'm going to try to keep it positive because, you know, I don't like, I, I do not like to put anything negative on a woman or anything like that. Mm-hmm. But like, I'm just going to go ahead and say like, Judy has not been supportive. She just has not been very supportive right. over the and years. We'll just go ahead and contextualize that Judy, you know, 
she didn't have an easy life and she just, it kind of just rolled downhill from there. Right. And it, it rolled into her children's <laughs> lives as well. But, but Marla is the youngest, obviously, you know, yeah. there's, there's her older sister is over there in the pink jumpsuit. And then her uh, middle sister is there in the red jumpsuit. <coughs> Those three sisters, uh, I believe from, mm-hmm. from Peg over there. Right. Did we say Peg Barb? What did I say? Wait, what, who are we talking about? Marla's mom? Marla's mom, yeah. That's Judy. Judy, thank you. Sorry, Judy Peg okay. Barbdale. Judy. Yeah. I so think Judy, Judy has ha- three daughters. Three daughters. There's Marla. Mm-hmm. She's the youngest. And then, uh-huh. and then as you can see, the other two who are right mm-hmm. next to each other in the maroon, mm-hmm. Yep. Mm-hmm. like best friends as sisters. It, yep. Marla like felt very left mm-hmm. out. Yes. Very yes. left out. But um, yep. what are their names? Um, I would say... Debbie, uh, obviously. Which, uh, Debbie in the front or the the one? Um, uh, the Debbie's one? in the front. Okay. Debbie's in the front, and then um, Linda, Debbie and Linda. Yep, okay. I agree with that. Um, Debbie Lin- and Linda. Linda actually is recently divorced, um, mm-hmm. and Debbie mm-hmm. is recently married. I Ron, know. Ron, right there. Ugh. They just got married last year. What a dream. Mm-hmm. What a dream story that was. But Linda, you know, married uh, her high school sweetheart and, mm-hmm. you know, it just it just didn't work out. He became an alcoholic mm-hmm. pretty quickly. And uh-huh. so, you know, she's she's getting back on her feet emotionally and, you know, her and um, her sisters. Uh, wait, what, who's her sister right next to her again? Uh, uh, I said that it, is, I forgot it. That's Diane. Diane, yeah. yeah. They are seeing a lot of each other, even though Diane's Oh, really no, that's not Diane. I'm sorry, no, that's yes. Debbie. Debbie. Gosh Debbie. darn it, because Diane is in the green, and Diane yes. was a godsend yes. for yes. Linda. Yep. Uh, listeners, uh, I, I want to yeah. remind you that, yeah. yes, that Diane is in, the, is in the green dress. Yes, uh, yep. and Diane. Diane, yep. the one from like Travels the World, Guam, blah, blah, blah. Yep. Uh, you know, the only reason that Diane even came back from Guam is to like, be oh, there for she was Linda. There for Linda for the divorce. You're for right. For the divorce. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Because this is a that was a hard time to get divorced. It really you don't was. know what your future holds. And so Diane was just like this great example of like, mm-hmm. hey girlfriend, mm-hmm. you we're know, we're gonna be okay. We're gonna be okay. So I want to talk a little bit about how Diane, you know, Linda's sister. Yep. Not mm-hmm. Diane. I'm sorry, Debbie. How Debbie, Debbie met uh-huh. Ron. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, first of all, like. What a gentle spirit Ron is. Uh, look at him. I believe he's ahead shirt, of his time. His shirt. Like he was woke before. See-through. Yeah. He was woke before woke was a thing. Yep. Totally. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. just totally like, I mean, he's a feminist. He is like, he's all mm-hmm. about Debbie. Like Debbie, what is it that you want in life? Because like, I just want to like, I just want to be here. You don't need mm-hmm. me to make that happen. But like, I'm your biggest fan Mm -hmm. and you know, like I want to support you and like, they like divvy up, divvy up everything. Like, Mm -hmm. you know, but anyways, like they met, it was such a great, (sighs) they had known each other since they were kids. Mm -hmm. Yep. I think they, they even went to summer camp together a couple of times. They, they did. Mm -hmm. They did. Mm -hmm. From the neighborhood, like the neighborhood kids. Yeah. Uh And like, she didn't really pay much attention to Ron, you know, because he was always he's such kind a, of goofy, he was always such goofy, you know, always a gentle soul, but mm-hmm. like just kind of like goofy, right? Mm-hmm. And then one night they're at the local dive bar, mm-hmm. you know, like he's drinking his cores, mm-hmm. 
she's she's drinking her uh tonic her gin and tonic gin and tonic and he makes this he just like makes a dad joke he's not even a dad yet like right. he just makes a dad joke and she's like this is ridiculous oh ron and then all of a sudden she just stops and they make eye contact and she's like oh ron ron oh i i i'm feeling a little a little something <laughs> in a few different parts of me Yep. And like he noticed that. He noticed mm-hmm. that look. Mm-hmm. I mean, the rest is history. You know, he you know? had their they when they were in high school, they got um photographed together and it went to the yearbook. Mm-hmm. And he it actually did. cut a copy. Well, he made a copy. He like put it on the mm-hmm. Xerox machine, right? Mm-hmm. When you mm-hmm. used to put your hand in your butt and everything on the Xerox machine. Mm-hmm. He made a copy of that page and he cut out the photo of them and had kept it in his wallet. Mm. I know. It was tattered. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He didn't tell her that no, though, until God, like he no. knew that they were committed. Yes. Because like he was like, oh, this is kind of weird. Yep. But like, I just love her. Yep. Well, and what I love about Debbie is that like, she does not like sports. Like she's never mm-hmm. liked sports. And this is a family from Chicago, from mm-hmm. Chicago. Mm-hmm. Like they like, and, and so she's not a sports fan, but like he plays baseball like on his company's team mm-hmm. and she goes and she, she goes, just like, she puts the little hat on even though she hates she has hats. a little hat yeah. and she like, like a little visor. Yeah. Like and she, she wears like, like little Keds, right? She wears her little shorts and Keds. Keds. She does. And she has yep. a windbreaker. Yes. And yep. um, it's cold in Chicago. And she has like a little uh, igloo cooler that she brings. <gasps> mm-hmm. And she mm-hmm. has um, those tab. canvas lawn chairs. Mm-hmm. Oh, she has tab. And you know, the, mm-hmm. like the, the lawn chairs, those metal ones mm-hmm. where if you pinched your finger mm-hmm. in it, like you're really going to hurt yourself. Or yes. like if it's in the sun, you're going to burn, burn like you got third degree mm-hmm. burns. Mm-hmm. She like sets that up. She's got her cooler. She doesn't really, she's not like, not really a big fan of like all the other like wives. No, I was, she sits by herself under the tree. Mm-hmm. But that, how long is a, how long is a company baseball game? Because I don't know. Hours? I've never been to one. About three hours. But for for that three for those three hours like mm-hmm. that is like three hours of foreplay like yes. she just like she's like she's so hot and bothered like she's watching ron like he's mm-hmm. sweating and he's not even like he's not coordinated he's not particularly good at what he does like he's kind of like fumbles through the game trips sometimes mm-hmm. and it works for her like yep. she's like oh, she is all God. about it she yes. likes to get home while they're still sweaty and dirty from the game. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes, she does. <laughs> okay. Oh. Let's go back. You know who we, yeah. we missed is uh Debbie, Linda, and Marla's dad. Oh, right there next to um, Jimbo. Yeah, Jimbo. He's, he's, he's on the between, other side of Diane. Yeah, he's in between Marla mm-hmm. and Diane. I'm I'm sorry, he's in between Judy and Diane. Yep. Behind Kitty. Yep, behind Kitty. Yep, and that's that's Jimbo. Judy's Judy Judy and Jimbo. Yeah, Judy yep. and Jimbo. Jimbo's a company man. Oh, yeah, he is. He's worked down at the plant since he was seventeen. Yeah, yep. but he's like the fun-loving guy. He's the guy yeah. on Friday who's doing the pranks on everyone. Because I mean, you see his shirt there. <laughs> he's got the patterns on his shirt. Like he's putting the whoopee cushions under the chairs. You know, he's got that. He's got the the little buzzer in his hand, mm-hmm, and he shakes people. Yeah, yeah. And he's like, ah, gotcha. And then he's like, hey, buddy, give me five on Mm -hmm. the side, up Mm -hmm. high, down low. And he's like. He got your nose when you were little. Yeah, he's got your nose. And he smells like Old Spice. There is so much Old Spice, like oozing off of him. Yes, all All the the time. time. And if it's the weekend, he normally just has like his undershirt on. 
Yeah. It's and he still he still pinches Judy in the butt like every mm-hmm. time he walks by her. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And she pretends like she hates it, but like like he winks it. at her and like she gets a little flushed. Yep. Absolutely. Yeah. And he like he has like a very like sexual pet name for her when nobody's around, which like tells me that like Judy, even though she's like seems very uptight, like and very just like it's been a hard life, mm-hmm. like she she has not let that affect her libido. Yep. They do Mm-mm. they do um they do go out and get a little a little crazy and frisky once a month with their what kind of what kind of group do they have? They have a I can oh, this, okay. Yeah, like what kind of group do they go? I'm trying to think of. That Are they like frame. bowlers? They <gasps> they bowl. That's it. Yep. They're on a bowling They're team. Bowling team. Yep. They yeah. get frisky with the bowling team. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> Are we talking about fishbowl parties? Is that <laughs> what you're saying? <laughs> Maybe. Let's do it. Sure. Okay. Uh, okay. Jim so and Judy. Like, Jim and Judy and their fishbowl parties. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Are you with their? Oh, um, let's do it. Look at at Judy's smile. I know. It's more of a smirk, if you will. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, and I think there's one guy left in the photo, and that is Kitty's husband over there in the white Uh, shirt. Next to Diane, not even standing next to Mm -hmm. Kitty. Yeah. I don't know. I'll be honest. Like, I've never really liked him. I don't think think Kitty's too good for him. I mean, because what he did to Kitty, it's just, like, unforgivable. Uh. I don't even want to talk you about know? it, but we can, we can get into it. Let's just right. let's just say that Jerry is his is, name. Jerry. Uh, yes, it's Jerry. Yep. All I know is Christmas of nineteen sixty six. Everybody's having a great time. Kitty gets a little bit drunk, and she doesn't normally mm-hmm. drink. Like she never mm-hmm. drinks because she's so composed. Like she's mm-hmm. so she she had she had some drinks and the the drink was a uh i think there was a drink called like a beam me up scotty and like mm-hmm. you use like a vanilla liqueur yep. you know it's very easy you can't taste the liquor so obviously and there was Kitty double liquors in there yeah was, yeah yep mm-hmm. so anyways like she she started dancing yep. and she doesn't normally dance but what are you going to do when you've got that kind of polka music playing she loves polka it's a dancing family it. it's a dancing family <laughs> <laughs> so anyways so, so um so she had a lot to drink. Yep. Polka music is playing. Um, and then Jerry's like, she stands up on the coffee table, right? She takes mm-hmm. off her shoes. She stands up and she's like getting into this dance. And he, in front of everybody, was like, Kitty, you're embarrassing me and you're embarrassing yourself. Mm-hmm. And it's like you could hear the record player like scratch and stop. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. everybody was like horrified because like it's so hard to get Kitty to loosen up. And now you we know? know why. Now we know why. Mm-hmm. And it was just like indicative of everyone kind of had seen this pattern, a little bit of control, mm-hmm. you know, yeah. like the, the things about like shaking his keys when it was time to leave and stuff <gasps> like that. Mm-hmm. <sighs> mm-hmm. Well, and, and you know, the thing about Jerry is that like, if he would just he, like, it's like he wants, he doesn't know what he wants because right. on the one hand, he's like, uh, I sure wish Kitty would loosen up like that. Or like, mm-hmm. you know, whenever Diane comes back from mm-hmm. Guam, mm-hmm. he seems so interested in her stories. Mm-hmm. He hangs on to every single one. Like, look where he's and standing. And he's always been too interested in his secretary. Mm. And, mm-hmm. and so he's all interested in these like empowered mm-hmm. women. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. And then as soon as like Kitty has, and there's one whiff of Kitty like and exerting he herself. he shuts that shit down. Jerry doesn't know this, but mm-hmm. Diane brought 
Kitty a copy of Fear of Flying. <gasps> and under her breath, when Jerry walks away, Kitty calls him a zipless fuck. Mm. Mm-mm-mm. Have you ever heard of that? Did you read that book? Nope. Okay. She calls, I think it's, yeah, yeah, yeah. Hold on. Like, that's a thing from that book. Oh. Um, yeah, it is. Anyways. So, um, so she says it under her breath. So, I mean, honestly, I give it like a couple more years and Kitty's about to be like with Diana. Diana mm-hmm. or Diana? I think I it was Diane. Yeah. Mm. Diane. Yep. Yep. Zipless <laughs> fuck is what it's an it, Erica. Yeah. Okay. It's 1973 fear of flying. Okay. Yep. Okay. Okay. Anyway. Um, right, well, I'm going to have okay. to go Google that. <laughs> You're going to have to read that. I read but, it. Uh, I read it about, oh my gosh, I don't know, about 17 years ago or something like that. It's kind of like a must read sort of thing. Like, Got it. <sighs> anyway. All right. I feel like we're going to, we're going to put this family to bed. We got, we got somebody else. What's I'm going to miss name? them. What's, um, what's the family name? They are the, uh, you're so good at names. I was thinking the Swansons. Oh, that's a good one. The Swansons. Mm-hmm. That's a good one. Mm-hmm. Yep. I'm okay. gonna, yep. You get, you like that one? You get an idea. I like it. I like it. Okay. Okay, everyone. There is a photo of that. We're looking at the photo. One girl in front of, there's a building up on a hill. There's four women in benches in the, background and in the foreground is this lovely young lady this photo was taken in 1969 and her name is margaret <gasps> i like that i was margaret audrey i was thinking i was getting audrey they call her midge yes. they call her midge mm-hmm. yep they call mm-hmm. her midge you're totally right wow midge the socks and the shoes is just by far my favorite thing the second is her purse and maybe there's like two yeah. purse things now, okay, so, and is that like a coin purse and a regular purse? That's what I'm thinking. Yeah, that's what I'm thinking. Yeah. So Midge is living, like, Midge is living her best life right now. Mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. this, okay, so previous to this, I would say a few months before this picture, like, she would not wear shorts. She would not show her legs mm-hmm. because she was very self-conscious of the fact that, like, she's very tall. Mm-hmm. I mean, she's only, how old is she? Thirteen. 14? She's only 13 and she's just like taller than everybody. She's like mm-hmm. a little bit, like a little bit lanky. Mm-hmm. And yeah. so she's been very self-conscious about this, but then, um, she's been really into T- tennis, tennis. And she tried to try to do this with like jeans on, like pants on, and it just like doesn't work. So mm-hmm. she started like venturing out a little bit and she's like, she's feeling herself. She really is. And I think it was when she started that new school, it really gave her the confidence. She found like more of her people there. And she mm-hmm. really, like like you said, like she's like, look at the cute like dress that mm-hmm. she's wearing. And I think from tennis actually gave her, you know, a little bit mm-hmm. of confidence in her legs and her physical ability. Mm-hmm. And she's not feeling so self-conscious about her body mm-hmm. anymore because she's mm-hmm. like achieving things with her body, with the tennis mm-hmm. team. And she's become really good friends with, what's her name on the tennis team? Oh, Midge, uh, you're um, talking about Betty. Yes, Midge and yeah. Betty. And I yeah. think Betty was supposed to be here that day. Maybe she's actually mm-hmm. just not in the photo. Maybe she's just in the restroom or something. Cause I think they were going mm-hmm. together, but I bet Midge's mom just took a photo of her, you know, while mm-hmm. Betty was in the restroom. Yeah. Cause this is a, well, a, a wildflower center, correct? It is. Um, yeah. <clears throat> so it's actually Midge's um, birthday. 
Mm-hmm. Um, and she, you know, she's not like into like having a big group of friends or anything like Mm-mm. that. It's really just like her and Betty, Betty. are ride and die. Mm-hmm. Ride yep. or die. Ride or you die. Know? For sure. And she was like, mom, I do not want a birthday party. I do nope. not want you inviting all of your friends' daughters. They're not my, my friends. friends. And she slammed the door. Yep. And then her mom holding a Long Island iced tea on a Tuesday mm-hmm. at three o'clock mm-hmm. was like this girl. And then eventually like gave in, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So, Oh yeah. Well, because Cindy, that's what she looks forward to is all she wants to do is have social time. And so she loves to put together, yeah. an, she loves to put together an event and yeah. uh, I mean, I believe it's her 13th birthday. That's a big yeah, deal to Cindy. Is. She, you know, she, had been looking forward to it. You know, Midge is her only child, her only daughter. So she pours everything into Midge and it's just put Midge yeah. off by this point, you know, by 13, Midge is just like, stop, I'm not your plaything. You know, I have a life and well, I just, yeah. Mm-hmm. It's gotten so bad. Like, mm-hmm. because like Cindy and Cindy's been doing these like mother daughter pageants mm-hmm. since Midge was like two years old. Mm-hmm. And like, it's just, it's, and, and that's probably one of the reasons, honestly, that like Midge hasn't been wearing dresses mm-hmm, for so mm-hmm, long because they're like mm-hmm. a mother just like forces us upon her. But this is, um, I mean, they're in Dallas, you yep. know, like mm-hmm. it's a thing, you know. But no, it's like finally like Cindy honored this, you know, and, and so they're like doing this day. This kind like of more of a low key adult out. thing mm-hmm. that is more mm-hmm. Midge's style. I'm really proud that even though she wanted to, Cindy mm-hmm. went alone. You know, Mm -hmm. she was going to sneak in a couple of her friends from her Mm -hmm. bridge group. You know, she was just like, oh, they won't, they won't mind if a couple of my friends go. Mm -hmm. And I think it was David, you know, the dad, David was like, Mm -hmm. you know what, Cindy, really, this day should Mm -hmm. be about Midge. It's not about you and your friends. Mm -hmm. You know, you have Mm -hmm. to be there for Midge and Betty. And basically you're just driving them and do what the girls want. Mm -hmm. Well, I mean, that conversation was so much more serious than what your like putting out there. Very true. I mean, mm-hmm. it was a very serious conversation where like, I mean, David like does not ever raise his voice. He does not, he does mm-hmm. not curse. He's mm-hmm. a, I mean, they're Protestants. Mm-hmm. They are Protestants mm-hmm. and he is like a, it, he's a very significant member of, of his church community mm-hmm. and uh, his church family. <clears throat> but he said, damn it, Cindy, mm-hmm. listen to me. You are driving her away. Mm-hmm. You're we don't smothering have her, her for mm-hmm. some. You're smothering her. Like we mm-hmm. don't have her forever. Mm-hmm. And he even got like a little bit like choked up. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And um, and so, anyways, like she was like, okay, all right, yeah. I'll, and so I'll do it. I'll do it. And so you know, this was really reluctant on Cindy's part, but mm-hmm. she's like, she's seeing like Midge just light up, mm-hmm. you know, and really like. Mm-hmm. Again, she's feeling herself. Uh, she is. And Cindy really just wanted to take her shopping because that's what mm-hmm. another thing that Cindy likes to do. And and Midge was just like, Mom, I don't want to do yeah. that. You know, Mm-mm. that's not what I find fun. And I want to go to, um, this is a, a wildflower, right? And then what's, I believe that a museum, there's um, a collection oh. up there in that museum. And this is the wildflower center around it. Oh. Right? And, and yeah. Right outside downtown Dallas. If I knew yeah. Dallas better, I could recognize where it is, but I don't know Dallas yeah. that well. What's in Midge's purse? Well, some big bulky panty liners for one, because she's on her period. <laughs> <laughs> stop, stop, stop. That's what I, you know what? That's what I love about Midge. Yeah. She doesn't give up. 
fuck. Mm-hmm. Like, it doesn't, it, like, so many girls, like, do not wear their, like, dresses like that when they're on their periods. Mm-hmm. But she's, like... It was the birthday like, dress, and she was actually it's a birthday dress. It was a birthday dress, and she was just like, yeah. "Fuck it," you know. I mean, she'd been yeah. wanting to wear it. It has been new, uh-huh. you know. And like yeah. we said, she said this new confidence, yeah. <laughs> and I th- and she has her um her coin purse because her money is actually in there because the pads are so big they take up the entire other purse. This is true. <laughs> this is true. This is true. Their size this fucking diapers. And actually what I'm really excited about is like, I know this is like very mm-hmm. forward thinking, but in mm-hmm. about 15 years, she's going to produce a Degrassi junior high episode Yes, uh, she is. where it's about like periods. Yep. You know what I mean? Yep. So anyways, I, I want to talk a little bit about like kind of the moments leading up to getting to this place. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and, the car ride. And um, the car ride. Mom loves listening to Tom Jones. Yes. But... But it's Midge's birthday, and so they got to listen mm-hmm. to Dusty Springfield. Oh, very good. Um, Love Dusty Springfield. The Monkees a little bit, too. Beach Boys? <sighs> the Beach monkeys. Boys. And Betty insisted on Led Zeppelin. Were they around in Because Betty's 69? like, yeah. Oh, yeah. maybe that old. Oh, yeah. What is it? Yeah. Oh. oh, yeah. They were. Betty is definitely mm-hmm. a bad influence. She's already smoking. She's oh. already stealing oh, her mom's sh- cigarettes. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Her Paul Malls. Yeah. Cap- Capris sometimes. The yeah. 120s, the Slims. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. yeah. Um, oh, the Virginia Slims? Yeah. Were, they, were mm-hmm. Virginia Slims around? Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, because David smokes Paul Malls. Right. So she steals them both. Like, yeah. Betty, um, so, yeah, Betty. the car ride there. And you know how we were like, oh, Betty's using the restroom. Betty ain't using the restroom. Mm-hmm. Betty's having a cigarette and she's Betty's, looking for a toke. Well, that's the having a, a restroom yeah. break you know she's totally around back she's like over behind yeah. all those trees you know over yeah she went towards the restroom yeah and she'll mm-hmm. go into the restroom and wash her hands to try to get the cigarette smoke off of it but mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. betty mm-hmm. you know they didn't really know each other you know two years ago when midge and her family moved you know to the neighborhood betty wasn't actually there she was in like a boarding school in Europe. Mm -hmm, So they mm -hmm. just met each other, you know, playing tennis and, um, uh, uh, Betty will, will try, you know, she's trying to be the girl she knows she should be, but it's just really hard. Mm -hmm. She just has rebellious tendencies and she just can't help herself, you know? Mm -hmm. Um, well, but you know, I think that like Midge and Betty are so mm -hmm. good for each other because honestly, like, Midge needs to be pulled a lo- like pulled Agreed. out of her yeah. shell a little bit. And like, Betty, come on, do you- yeah, yeah. And Betty needs to like <clears throat> slow her roll a little bit. Yeah, mm-hmm. I mean, I I can see like the reality is if Betty doesn't slow down, like mm-hmm. she is a hundred percent going to be like she's going to be following Led Zeppelin around on tour. One hundred percent. What's another band that like she definitely like that would just bad news like just in the seventies? I mean, who's like a notable? Yeah, in the seventies, just like oh man, honestly, you, did you know this, Jesse? That it was actually the country singers, yes, the, the country singers oh, that were like yeah. way oh, crazier. Oh yeah, the highwaymen, way crazier. Oh yeah, yes. Oh, I know. And so, um, oh, this is Dal. Oh, oh, so it's not going to be Led Zeppelin. Like she's going to fall around. Skinner? The highwaymen. <laughs> the highwaymen, yes. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, yes, yes. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Betty. The Almond Brothers. Yes, they're, mm-hmm. that's what I was thinking of, the Almond Brothers. Exactly. The, the, mm. Not right now, but, but like in, in, a, in a handful yeah. of years. Oh, yeah, in the 70s. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. 
Mm-hmm. All right. Um, I mean, this is summer of '69. It is I the know. summer of '69. No telling what's about to, what's around their corner. They have no idea. I'm All so right. excited for them, though. I'm too. I mean, I know we want to talk a little bit more about their their trip up there, but we 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 might no, have that's to move fine. on to yeah. another. We might have to move on to another right. photo. And I'm thinking of okay. which one. Oh, oh. Okay, so everyone, we're what looking at a photo. What is that? It's like a patio restaurant scene. Maybe, you know, um, let me see if there's a date on this one. No, but it's definitely like late 70s, early 80s. Oh, man, but I wish I could get to that newspaper a little bit better that that man is holding up. I know. I zoomed though. in, but it's, yeah. And th- what, let's start with the obvious. What is on the roof? <laughs> <laughs> Is that a is that a is it a is dog? That, is it a is it a, a phantom? You know, is it like I, a is it a goat? Is it a is goat? It a, is it a dog? By the way, I think this is from Europe. Uh, is it a is it a sheep? Is it a lamb? Wait, is it a sheep? Is it a lamb? So I zoomed in. Is it a mini zoom? horse? It looks like a dog. Yeah, is like it? A, yeah, I mean, but also kind of not. Is it a pony? Look at, so we'll go with dog. The, the back, yeah, like right. I'm like right here. It kind of looks like a dog. You know how it goes like up like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. And the snout. But I did not yeah. think dog until yeah. I zoomed in. Like when it was out, mm-hmm. I'm like, is that a sheep? Mm-hmm. But now that I'm yeah. looking at it, and a dog would go on a roof like that. <sighs> Dogs or goats Am I too. Right? Yeah, yeah. Just the way that it is the, the back. Anyway, okay, we're gonna go with it's a dog i think yeah what do you think mm. we'll go with dog that's a majestic snout. dog that's snout. yeah yeah okay so we got a dog on a roof of like a <laughs> of a cafe in uh, switzerland in, uh, switzerland yeah okay uh okay okay so are we gonna start with are we gonna start with the guy on the right? Because like my eye is like definitely to, like right. on him with the with the sunglasses. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. What's his, his name? His name is Dick. His name is Dick. Mm-hmm. And the name suits him. Yeah. But he's got a thing about him. He's mm-hmm. got a thing about him. And he is good for a fantastic weekend abroad. <laughs> 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 Anyways, as you can see, like everybody else. People are like looking at that dog. Mm-hmm. He's not looking because like every time he like does this like little trip with like somebody new, like he's used to this. He pretends Something like oh. always happens, right? Yeah, yeah. It's just like this place, mm-hmm. this place. Mm-hmm. You know. Anyways, you you go. I'm not sure about Dick right now. I'm still kind of like looking well, into him. So then when you look over, you know, the whoever took this photo is who um, the, the accompanying Dick and. Let's see. I, I, that's I'm, his secretary on the left, or that's okay. his assistant on the left. Okay. Oh, okay. Okay. And so his wife is taking yeah. the photo. No, just like some, like a woman, a woman, a woman that he's spending some time with. Oh. oh. You know what I mean? Oh, this is naughty. Dick is being naughty. <laughs> yeah, he is. <laughs> that's what you're saying. And so, and like, so he's he's disguising a work trip by bringing his secretary because he knows she's sworn yep. to secrecy, and his <gasps> his mistress yep. is taking the photo. Yep. Got it. So his secretary, they're over here studying some sort of industrial process that mm-hmm. they use in Switzerland, mm-hmm. like a Swiss mm-hmm. water process mm-hmm. to mm-hmm. bring back to the States. Yeah. Um, and his secretary, Marlene, 
Marlene. No, I'm gonna go with um, I'm gonna go with something like more like, yeah, it's Marlene. You're right, it's Marlene. Okay. So here's the thing: is that like, mm-hmm. Dick travels a lot. Like he meets a lot of mm-hmm. he meets a lot of women. Mm-hmm. And honestly, like women are not at all like, oh, like oh, I think he just used me. Like they are there for it too. Mm-hmm. You know, like mm-hmm. um, they pretend they pretend like he's the one that swooned them, but like they're there for it. Here's mm-hmm. the thing, though, the is that he man. had mm-hmm. the American. He just had this amazing week mm-hmm. with this woman mm-hmm. who's not there anymore. She like up and left. Mm-hmm. Her name is Diane. Oh. Swanson. <laughs> Diane Swanson. <laughs> Diane Swanson. Uh-huh. And he's just like, he can't get, he can't get over her. And so he's kind of like, right now he's just kind of getting drunk off of like the company of other women to try mm-hmm. to like get over Diane. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. Absolutely. And Marlene enjoys these trips away because she um, has to care for her her sister. You know, her sister mm-hmm. requires mm-hmm. care, and so Marlene, you you wonder why she's always down for some sort of you know weird right. uh, like European trip, but she's she takes her duty to work very seriously, and so she, mm-hmm. you know, and also takes it as an opportunity to get you know some time away from care, the you know kind yeah. of adult care that she provides for her sister so you know marlene is a widow so that's another reason why she's you know down to clown and you know jaunt off Mm -hmm. to europe and um they are Mm -hmm. doing some work while they're there for sure yeah they are they're doing a little bit of work but it's we all know and it just is not talked about that he's always meeting other ladies yeah Mm -hmm. well and and the thing with marlene is that like she's so much more than a secretary yeah oh she's his secret keeper yeah yeah. Well, and, and I would say present day, like, mm-hmm. you know, like present day, like she would be like the personal uh, you assistant. Know, the, no, I would say even more than that. Like she'd be like the chief operating officer. Got like it. She'd be the COO. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. You know what I mean? But because, right. because, because of the back time, time, she was just the secretary. Mm-hmm. She's been relegated to secretary. Got um, it. Yeah. She's always there for the business deals. She's always sitting there yeah. at dinner. Yeah. Yeah, mm-hmm. and every now and then, like she'll like kind of like nod at him, mm-hmm. like as like a, a or disapprovingly. Yeah, and sometimes he really doesn't know which decision to make, but she knows. She like, keeps track got, of the financials, and she has forever. Yeah, she Her does. ledger is uh-huh. beautiful. Ultimately, keeps, he's the face of the company, but she she's is, the brains mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and the heart. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And in fact, they knew each other when they met. You know, he. He kind of came on to her and there was a bit of a flirtation and she, you know, ended up taking a job for him and none of that nonsense continued after she took a job for him. Mm-mm. But that's how it started. You know, she never, yeah. she never cheated on Earl, but Mm-mm. there, you know, she was, she, Dick, she got caught in the, the, the in net. What? Of she Dick. got caught in what? She got oh, caught okay. in the net of Dick, Dick's net, <laughs> yeah. you know, yeah, back yeah, in the yeah. States, in the city. But, you know, you know who, who can turn down Dick? Who can turn you down Dick? You know what I mean? You know, he was just a charmer. And, you know, yeah. she fell for it for a few minutes, but she would yeah. not do that to Earl, right? Right. Earl. Um, yeah. And so she was always faithful to Earl, but, you know, that's how she did start working for Dick is that, you know, he tried mm-hmm. to work his magic on her and it worked for a minute and then she mm-hmm. caught her senses. Put her, yeah, she mm-hmm. drew, a, she drew a line. She's got like yeah, boundaries she, that. She set hard boundaries after that. She's like, if I'm going to come work for you, this is how it's going to be. Yeah. Ultimately, she's the love of his life. Mm-hmm. You know, they are those beautiful partners that, you know. Yeah. 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 No, absolutely. Like, nobody's ever going to measure up. Like, Mm-mm. he's never going to love anybody Mm-mm. like he loves her. But, like, he doesn't say it because 
because he loves her so much and mm-hmm. he respects her so much, like mm-hmm. he wouldn't put her in that mm-hmm. position. Yeah, no, he's not. And so, they just you know, have, and so like. Mm-hmm. They've lived their lives together through the business. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. I mean, you know, and he's lonely mm-hmm. and he's, and, and he, he's kind of ready to settle down, but he knows that any woman that he settles down with is, he's just going to be like using her as a measuring stick, mm-hmm. like, you know, kind of like measuring mm-hmm. everybody up against her and nobody's mm-hmm. ever going to measure up, mm-hmm. you know? Mm-hmm. Um, I think he got close with, like, I think he saw a spark in Diane. Yeah. Um, but she's not, she's not interested. No, she doesn't give a fuck. She's working on her tan, Diane. (laughs) You know, plus she had to go back because of, uh, you know, because of that divorce with uh, Linda. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. You know? Yep. Yep. She had to head back. So So. I'm very fascinated by Daryl over here at the table with the paper. Uh, Ah. Well, Daryl. Go ahead. Daryl, there's a lady friend who went to the restroom because look at her sunglasses are on the table. She left her sunglasses on the table. Mm-hmm. And I'm so well, curious. Yeah. No, I'm sorry to keep interrupting, but mm-hmm. I mean, like you and I can both tell that like Daryl works for a competing company mm-hmm. and like, he's they're listening totally in spying. on their conversations. Yes, absolutely. They're spying. Absolutely. Like those sunglasses have, have a record- camera. Yes. Yes. I, that's why she left them. That's and she why got they're out facing of- Dick's table. Yep. Yeah. Yep. She got out of the view of them and he mm-hmm. like saw that camera go up to get a photo of the dog on the roof and he pulled that paper. He's trying to get it more in front of his face. So when they look at the photo, <laughs> they're not going to recognize him yes. because they totally know. And that's international, you know, mm-hmm. competition, espionage, whatever. Uh huh. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Well, and, and here's the thing is that like Marlene is already annoyed that that woman's taking a picture mm-hmm. because Dick doesn't like pictures to be taken no. of him. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. he, like he's like like super. There's yeah. there are certain things. Yeah, he's very very Old private. Fashioned. And so she mm-hmm. like is trying to get in front of the camera. Um, you know, so there's a lot of layers to this. She's trying to block the camera, like, and then also Daryl is like, oh my god, and like putting up the mm-hmm. newspaper. Mm-hmm. So um, yeah, and so and so. Anyways, the lady friend that Daryl's with, mm-hmm. she's like. Oh my god! Oh my god! I got! I gotta like. There needs to be a distraction. Mm-hmm. And so, guess what she did? She like let that dog out because there's a balcony. Mm-hmm. So that like they would look up at the dog and yep. not like. Uh-huh. Well, no, that's why they took the picture in the first place. Oh, I messed up. I messed up the story. Okay. I was going with it. I get what you're saying. Yep, but but she would. Yeah. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh mm-hmm. my gosh, the dog though. Daryl yeah. is worried, though, that he's made because a photo was taken and he saw the photo get mm-hmm. taken. So he's very concerned. Like when he mm-hmm. gets back, he's actually going to have to tell his superior, like, I was there on the patio. Like we were listening. They really weren't talking business. But then there was this photo taken. And I really hope that, you know, there's no blowback. And, you know, his mm-hmm. boss is like, did they see you? Are they going to recognize you in the photo? He's like, I got the paper. Like I had a newspaper. It was there. I, I don't know. Mm-hmm. It's weird. I don't know. You know, mm-hmm. we tried mm-hmm. to do our best. Gwen went to the bathroom, but, uh, mm-hmm. you know, her recording device was uh, was there. So we were getting good information in the moment. But then and then there's I don't even know what they were looking at. There was something on the roof above my head. I don't even know what was going on. Right. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Mm-hmm. I, well, and then like <sighs> Daryl, you know, the thing about Daryl is that like it's like he gives 100 percent 
energy mm-hmm. to everything he does mm-hmm. with like very little results. Like he's mm-hmm. just like constantly spinning his wheels. Yes. Like nothing seems to work out for him. Right. This sort of ever. thing happens all the time. Like who takes, who knows there's going to be a dog on a roof and somebody's going to whip out a camera right now during I this know. moment, you know? I know. It's like he's doing his well, best. Here's the thing is that like, you know, the universe is telling him, mm-hmm. follow your dreams, Daryl. This is not what you should be doing. You know mm-hmm. what you've always wanted to do. Mm-hmm. Which is, what has Daryl always wanted to do? Oh, he's always wanted to be a documentary filmmaker. Yeah. Wildlife documentaries. Like he wants to be out yeah. in the Saharan desert, like videotaping, mm-hmm. you know, animals. Mm-hmm. He loves that. It's it's mm-hmm. it's a burgeoning, if you will, you know, genre. And he's mm-hmm. he's into it, you know. It started mm-hmm. from... When he was a teenager, he used to hide in the tree and, you know, peeping taunt inappropriate on the neighbor. But it gave him the skill to sit Mm. quietly and observe. And, you Mm. know, obviously he didn't record then when he was being a peeping Tom. It was inappropriate. But he realized he had the skill and he would watch the birds and stuff while he was up in the trees and in the bushes and he does not like to tell people how he got into that. He's very ashamed of that point in his life, but it really did yeah. bring him to a passion that he liked. And he, he has just continued to like bird watch, you know, from then, mm-hmm. from that time. But mm-hmm. he really would like to, but it just doesn't pay well. Like documentaries aren't a yeah. thing back then yet. It's not, you know, it doesn't really, Yeah. he has to keep this international espionage, you know, kind of job going to pay the bills. Yeah. I do have to say one thing mm-hmm. I learned uh, about a year and a half ago. It's birding. Oh, yes. Not bird yes, watching. Not bird, yes, bird, <gasps> birding. It's from the nerd night. Yes, birding. Because you take yes. it's from the, my ner- yeah. the nerd night. Because yeah. you, you're taking in all like the sounds, yes. like all of it. Not so, just watching. Yeah. So, um, so anyways, I mean, I think the universe is saying, is telling Daryl like, you mm-hmm. know, pivots. Right. Right. <laughs> right. Pivot. And, uh, pivot. Um, and so, you know, it's Daryl's own fault if he doesn't listen. Mm-hmm. So um, are we going to talk about that striking woman in the background yes. with the platinum blonde hair? I am dying to know her name. Uh, it's Olga. Yes, it's Olga. Yes, it is. Olga. Olga. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. She is, just, I mean, she, first the dog on the roof and then her is this photo, you know? Mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. oh my gosh. So... Olga is, here's the thing about Olga is I'd like to say, oh, Olga is fascinating. She's not. Like she's, Mm. she's, everybody always thinks like, oh man, I'm going to talk to this woman and she's Mm going to be like, no, she's actually just like, she's just like really like, eh, I don't know. Like. She's a bank teller. She's a bank teller. Yeah. You know, like everybody's like, you should be a, you should, well, I'm going to say stewardess because that's what they said back then. Right, right. People are like, you should be a stewardess. You'd be a great stewardess. And she's like. I don't really like to travel. You know, like, I, I was like, eh. I don't. I just want to stay, like, home. Yeah. Like, and, like, she she actually really does just listen to, like, Tammy Wynette. Mm-hmm. You know? Mm-hmm. Patsy Klein. You know? She um, sits at home. And she, like. Smokes. She, she has soft slippers. Yeah. Yeah, she smokes, like. Which is probably the most interesting thing about her. Right. And she's you know one I mean? of this, on the surface, you think she's just absolutely fascinating. And it's that hair. And she always wears red. Like right. always wears red. Mm-hmm. And it's not because like right. she, she's just kind of, it's a lazy thing. Like all she wants to do is just go in and yeah. buy the red dress and the red shirt. So she doesn't have to think about it. But people think right. it's some sort of statement. And so they they've project yeah. all this like imagery and, and folklore right. onto her. And it's not true. She's just yeah. like, 
Eh, I just I don't like, like to shop. I, I just want the red shirt and the red dress, and uh, somebody yeah. told me red looked good on me. I don't know. I, and this hair, yeah. it's very striking, and I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. she like, doesn't want to do anything like, but uh, be a bank teller. Right. Exactly. Like, yeah. and um, like after work, like she like she goes home and she like, you know, like she eats uh, mm-hmm. her like uh, fluff and nutter sandwiches, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and she drinks a glass of milk. Yep. And she watches uh, what show does she watch in 1969? Petticoat Junction. Petticoat Junction. Mm-hmm. And that's it. And uh, I don't know if these years are lining up. But I guess this is not really like there's not like a year on this one. Oh right. So we've got 70s. like a little a yeah. few year range. Yeah. 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 So she like watches that and like she has a a dog. What kind of what kind of dog does she have? She has um a boxer. Yeah, she has a boxer. Mm-hmm. She grew up with boxers. Mm-hmm. Yep. So this guy that she's with though. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's her cousin visiting. She mm-hmm. doesn't give a fuck. Mm-hmm. She does not want to be having this lunch with him right now, but it's like family no. obligation. She has to do it. He's visiting and she's yeah. like, oh, fine. Frank and I will go out to lunch. Great. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And like they have nothing to talk about. Nothing. So the best thing that happened was, was the that dog. dog yep. on that roof because she's like, thank God. I don't Something know what to talk happened. about. Yeah. Like because her cousin is like, he's this fascinating mm-hmm. fascinating journalist mm-hmm. you know like he's a he writes for the rolling stone yeah and he's like t- telling her all these he's, stories he's there and for the european like, tour right yeah yeah mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and he's telling her all these stories and she's like uh-huh who's that band who are the beatles mm-hmm. oh yeah mm-hmm. uh-huh like that yeah and that's like it. she doesn't care yeah she just really doesn't care she doesn't you know but um, he's a great guy. Like he's a really great guy. And the woman taking that picture, mm-hmm. the one like Dick's date, uh-huh. she's been trying to get his attention this whole time. She's like mm-hmm. done with it. She's you done know? with Dick. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. But not. And she can know. tell that he's like a cool journalist. Yeah. Yeah. But Olga, Olga's just she's really. Like, uh, she's just. It's all she's ever wanted in life is to just have a job and a dog and. She's doing yeah. what she wants, and that's about it. It's all Olga. That's about it. That's all, all I need. That's all she needs. Like whatever. We yep. su- we support Olga, but yeah. I mean Olga's great. Yeah. I think that we need more Olgas. Olgas around. Yeah. You know, like she's just like yeah, like yeah, things are fine. Yep. That's all I need. Totally. That's all I need. She's completely yep. unaware of this espionage at the table next door. Well, she doesn't really know that like things like, like that, that happen in, in this the world. world. Mm-hmm. Agreed. Yeah. Like honestly, like. The most drama that she's had was when her boxer like got out and she had to like go up the street like and chase after him and she was like she was like in her robe still. Yeah. You know what I mean? But like that was like so much drama for her. That like because everything's like very orderly and Yeah, she eats the know? same like on Mondays. She eats like a yeah. frozen meal. Meatloaf. Yeah. Oh that, the frozen, frozen meal. Frozen meatloaf, yeah. yeah. Tuesdays, okay. you know, she grabs the soup from the deli. You know, Wednesdays, right. you know, she has the fluff and nutter sandwich. Like, it just, like, it's just yeah. the same, you know? It's, like, very routine. Yep. But, again, everybody always, like, projects things on her. And she's, like, pretty mm-hmm. quiet. So everybody's, like, oh, this mysterious mm-hmm. woman. Mm-hmm. And, like, she doesn't even know that people are doing that. Like, because that's just, like, how unaware, how much she doesn't care. Yep. Like, she's just, Not like. important to her. Mm-hmm. Another woman before her time. Agreed. You know? Agreed. Yeah. Yeah. <sighs> well, I, th- I think mm-hmm. that's it for that for our 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 dog on the roof photo yeah okay yeah 
All right. Okay. Now we have to do my my one of my favorite parts of the show, Natalie. Oh. oh. My my ten at the end questions. Oh. Okay. Okay. When, I'm ready. What was your first car? Okay, it was a 1979 Ford Fairmont Futura. <gasps> it was a primered colored gray with a thin maroon line around the middle. Black fake leather bucket seats with the original A-Track. And oh. uh, a little bit of a shag carpet, if you will. Oh, <laughs> I know. I'm not trying to brag, but you asked. I so. asked. No, I asked. Yeah. yeah. I love it. I think you mentioned yeah. that, but I didn't know all the details before. I love it. Oh, I could keep going. Uh, yeah. It was gorgeous. When she, uh, like, here's the problem. Uh-huh. Like, I don't want to talk bad about her, but mm-hmm. once I turned off the car, I was committed to wherever I was because it was going to be at least another 30 minutes before I could start her up again. <laughs> <laughs> so I remember Why? one time, I, I she just was, she was temperamental. And so I remember one time, like, oh I had this, I was dating this guy ugh, and I was like, we we're supposed to meet up, and so uh, he didn't page me. And so, because every a lot of adolescent girls have a little bit of stalker qualities to them, uh-huh. um, yeah. I was like, I went to like, I was like, I'll go to his friend's house and find mm-hmm. him. And so, um, I went to one friend's house. I was with my my friend because I'm not gonna do that alone. Yeah. Turn off turn off old Gertie. Her name was Gertie. My car. Gosh. And I go to find because I'm like, I know he's probably there, and I was just gonna be like, hey. You know, like, I wasn't going to be like, what are you, you know? Uh, and then I go up, and there's a party, and they're like, he's not here. And I'm like, okay, I'll tell him, you know, just tell him I stopped by. Oh, and so no. then I went to go, like, start my car, but my car wouldn't start. And I was just, like, sitting there for, like, 30 minutes, like a weirdo. <laughs> Whatever. Gertie. Gertie. Gertie let you down. Oh, every time. Every time. Ugh. When did you get your period? Ugh, I was 10. <gasps> I didn't know this about you. I was awful. I guess not. I was 10. I was in fifth grade and I remember waking up and, and that it happened. And I was like, Oh no, like, Oh Mm -hmm. no. And then what was really crappy about it is that like, I remember within a few days I was watching my girl, Mm -hmm. you know, and Mm -hmm. like, and she gets her period. And I was like, sitting in a room and like I think my brother was in the room my sister maybe like I don't remember what but I just felt like all eyes on me right like everybody knows that I'm on my period right now right. and so I remember getting up and like leaving the room oh because that's not obvious or weird no god, god. everybody knew at that point oh <laughs> yeah. god yeah I was 10 toilet paper over under or you don't care you know, I really don't care, but our um, our person who cleans mm-hmm. for us, mm-hmm. um, she did this great thing where she like folded it into a triangle mm-hmm. and like it was over. And uh-huh. I was like, oh, that's fun. Uh-huh. And so now I feel like having a, somewhat of a preference and yeah. doing it over so that I could fold it into a triangle. I love that. Last book you read or what are you currently reading? And I know you're reading stuff for school. So what are you doing for pleasure? What was the last book? Uh, read? Reading for pleasure, Travel uh, travels with Charlie. Um, I read, I just, I finished East of Eden and I That's right. just, I that was such a wonderful experience. Like it was mm-hmm. such a wonderful experience reading that book. Yeah. Just a little known author named John Steinbeck. I'm not sure if you guys have ever heard of that before, but, <laughs> um, but I'm reading Travels with Charlie right now. Wait, I mean, when I can, but I mean, I just do I copious yeah. amounts of, of reading, reading of journal school. articles and yeah. school. That's why I was like, so, what's your reading for pleasure? Yeah. I didn't want to hear what article you read. <laughs> yeah. It's. It was about self-esteem, actually, which was kind of interesting. Oh, that's cool. Uh, yeah. Uh, cilantro, yes or no? 
I'm going to go with, I'm not going to say yes or I'm not going to say no. I'm going to say fuck yes, cilantro. Oh, there you like, go. I'm going to say a hell yes, hell yes to cilantro. Hell, hell yes. yes on everything. Yep. Yeah. I'm sorry I if I cussed. I don't think I'm supposed to cuss on here. I'm oh, so yeah, sorry. you can cuss. Are you, are you fucking you kidding me? Okay, okay, oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Oh, sorry God. about that. Thank you. I okay. didn't go over that in the beginning. Oh, I just said, I just said sorry like three times. <laughs> yeah. I was about to say it again. I was about to say sorry for saying sorry. No, no. I'm done. Okay. I, I, oh. uh, when you drink a latte, it's funny doing this with the friend because I like know all the answers. Um, yeah. What kind of milk do you uh, order? Um, I, Jesse, I want you to answer this. I think it's fun. Okay. She orders a uh, coconut milk cappuccino with lavender syrup. Maybe sometimes a, um, is it sweet? No, it's stevia. Uh, actually, I do the raw. I do sugar raw. in the raw. Sorry. Mm-hmm. That's why I was like, mm-hmm. it's not. Yep. The sugar in the raw. Yeah. Maybe sometimes mm-hmm. lavender. Um, and then a cinna shake, which is something we make mm-hmm. yes. on the top. <laughs> Lots of cinna shake. The cinna shake like crumbalizes every. I love that stuff. That's oh, so good. It's so, so good. So good. Yep. I've made Natalie a ton of coffees over the last six months. I used to, yes. before my shop was open, I would, but we had our espresso machine and I would make one and bring it to her at, yes. At the afternoon, in the afternoon. Yes. Oh. Okay. And it felt like such a flex for me. Like I'd carry the coffee cup around and like everybody's like, where'd you get that? And I'm like, "Hmm, my friend dropped it off. Place is not open yet. (laughs) (laughs) You'll know about it soon enough. Right. (laughs) (laughs) We've been closed for four days because long story. story. Yeah. It'll be fine. Yeah, it's fine. Can you drive a standard transmission? Uh, I can. That's how I learned how to drive. And talk about flex, being a teenager Mm -hmm. and like, Mm -hmm. you know how many times, even into adulthood, that like, Mm -hmm. I'm not going to do this whole like, you know, but like men just automatically assume that a woman Mm -hmm. can't drive a standard. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? And then when they say they're like, oh. Yeah. It's like, it's like some sort of gendered activity. Right. Well, and honestly, I I ask this because a lot of women don't know how to drive a standard. A lot of, I would say men, like these days, certainly anybody under the age of, I mean, Mm -hmm. 30, 25 Mm -hmm. for sure. Like there just aren't even cars around. Like when I was a, of age, driving age, there's still tons of standard transmissions. Right. So you could buy a ton of cars that had a standard. This is not anymore. They're all automatics. So the car I drive right now is mm-hmm. the first automatic that I've had in like years mm-hmm. and years and years. Yeah. Cause I always drive a stick. See, I love it. Cause they're it's, better on gas. It's you so, know? there's something very powerful about driving when you're driving a stick. You know, I don't even know if they're entirely better on gas. I think when I was 16, I knew that as fact, but that's been a long, long time. time. So that might be like totally different. That might be a myth. So We're that's fine. Have, somebody has to investigate We're that. We're going to have to look into that. About <laughs> that I was like, sometimes things that like, I'm like, did, I'm like, yeah, because Pluto's a planet, right? right? And then people and then are like, like, actually, uh, and I'm like, but but that's what I knew when I was, like, you know, that's you what I knew. And drink milk every day. <laughs> Cow's milk every day. Exactly. We're, re- we're rethinking some things. <laughs> <laughs> Where are you in the birth order of your family? Um, well, it's kind of, okay. I think I go with like, do I include half-sister? Older half-sister? Sure. Because if I, okay, if I include older half-sister, mm-hmm. I'm the third out of fourth. If I don't include older half-sister because we didn't live together, then I'm, the, then I'm the middle child. Yeah, I would say you would do, I mean, you do. I think you. I'm, yeah, I'm definitely I, middle child. Yeah, I feel like you're more of the I mean. Right. Because she was how much yeah. older? 
Uh, oh my gosh, this is. I think she's like four or five years older, mm-hmm. something like that. Yeah, six but years old. Four or five, six years. It wasn't older. part of like your. Not the no. Mm-hmm. I I really didn't get to know her, like mm-hmm. meet her until like much later. Yeah, we definitely like, and it was like on yeah, like I yeah. So agreed. Yeah. Um, I love asking people this question because it Ooh. really throws people through a loop. Mm-hmm. Uh, what was your kindergarten teacher's name? Um, oh, this is bad. I moved around a lot. And so mm-hmm. I had a couple of different kindergarten teachers. Mm-hmm. The first one was at Paddock Lane and mm-hmm. she sewed curtains and she spoke <gasps> German. Oh and I knew how to count to nine in kindergarten. Oh my God. Um, in German? It, yeah. Yes. Oh my God. Yes. Um, uh, I don't, I'm sorry. I don't know. I don't know my kindergarten teacher's names. That's terrible. Too many. I love asking. Um, I mean, I think I only had like two or three, but it was like also it was like that's morning or afternoon kindergarten. Yeah, you know, that's a lot, so <laughs> yeah, yeah, I love it. Um, I recently saw my kindergarten teacher's name, and like I think somebody on social media commented or liked or something in one of my business pages with the same last name, and I was like, <gasps> yeah, to me was yeah. the last to oh. me T W O M E Y. Oh, okay. Yeah. So I will tell you that I remember the way my first grade teacher looked. She had like mm-hmm. fabulous brown hair and it was permed and it was just big it was like a mm, big beautiful mm-hmm, helmet mm-hmm, 80s or mm-hmm. you know mid 80s helmet and anyways I saw a teacher I was at a conference last year and there was an older teacher about the same age that this woman would be now and she looked like she reminded me of her and this woman had a perm and it was gray and I just was like I just couldn't like, stop staring at her because it felt like my heart was just like just filling up with like nostalgia of like that's what my first grade teacher, teacher looks like now. And you're yeah, a I know. first grade teacher now. Yeah, and I'm a first grade teacher. Yeah. As I say, like, fuck about 20 times on your podcast. <laughs> I, Teachers are the worst. Let's not let six-year-olds listen to this podcast. How about that? Yeah, yes. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and this is a new question that came up from my interview a couple weeks ago because I asked her this and she was like, nobody asks this. But of course, okay. I know this, but what's your middle name? Nicole. Yes, I knew that. Nicole. Nicole. I love that. And and what's funny is like I was for years, I was like, that just doesn't go together. Like this just doesn't go together. But for some reason, like over the years, I really started liking my first name. And I would say over the last couple of years, I've really started loving my middle name along with my first name. Oh, I love that. Isn't that that weird? Yeah, that is. I like that. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Natalie, I love that. Ready? Improv (laughs) storytelling. (laughs) Improv storytelling with Natalie and Jesse, with Jesse and Natalie. Oh, yeah. I think it does have to be yeah. Jesse and Natalie. Yeah, Jesse and Natalie. Yes. Yeah. Why is that? Why does it sound different? It does sound different. Yeah, I don't know. I, I don't I'm know. all about doing things alphabetically, but also it's your podcast. So, well, no, I, I think it's alphabetical. Because, like, with Daniel and I, it's Daniel and Jesse. Yeah. Jesse. Alphabetical all the way. Yeah. Wow. Mm-hmm. Well, that, is, that is a thing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So we, I feel like we burst. I'm going to Google it and see if it's a thing. Improv storytelling in this, yeah. in this way, in this like the, the inspired, not improv, like based, because right. like you could do that, like how improv, improv based off of like mm-hmm. acting in a, in a scene, mm-hmm. but like this whole specific, like off of fucking photo. But before we do that, I just want to say thank you, Natalie, for um, pioneering this new sport of improv storytelling here on this podcast. And I'm going to Google it and not be disappointed that it's already a thing. I, I had a great time. I think this is, if it's not already a thing, I think this is an opportunity for merch. Uh-huh. And because uh-huh. I would buy this shirt that says it's improv storytelling. storytelling. Mm-hmm. Because guess what would happen with it? 
picture this. I'm wearing a t-shirt. It says mm -hmm. improv storytelling. Somebody's like, what's that? And I'm like, oh, you know, when you do this and then boom, it's going to, like, it would happen. It's a thing. Like, because mm -hmm. it, it's a thing. Yeah. Okay. Okay. This was All right, fun. everyone. Remember, okay. so uh, if you didn't already look up the photos that we were talking about, their um, Instagram account, which is at LaJoy Society. Of course, they'll be on the website too, but everyone, I think, mm. seems to follow the Instagram page a lot closer. Because mm -hmm. um, who looks at websites anymore? You, they they got to right. be there, but like who looks right. at them? Thank you, Natalie. I appreciate you so much. Thank you, Jesse. I can't imagine my I last year you. if I hadn't met you at the coffee shop Yee! a year ago. And all the Marco Polos, mm, the yes. long walks, the boats. Okay. All right. You make right, my life everyone. better. You make my life okay, better. Bye. Okay. All right, everyone. Okay. We'll meet here again next week. Everything up to this point has led me here and there's nowhere I'd rather be. And to be here. All the things that made no sense Sweet.